Struggling to stay up to date with social media? Do you want to get ahead online? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, the podcast for public sector professionals who want to elevate their digital communications. Here's your host, Joanne Sweeney. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. This show is brought to you from Washington, D.C., where I bring you behind the scenes of Content Marketing World 2023. Now in its 13th year, it had over 150 speakers and I was one of them. Now, I didn't share a stage with Hollywood actress Elizabeth Banks, but we did speak at the same conference. I've also been named as a top 50 global B2B content marketing influencer. I'll talk more about that in the show. And finally, I ask some of the world's best content marketers what is trending now and how they are changing their content marketing strategy. So stay tuned. Ahead of Content Marketing World 2023, the organizers, along with Top Rank Marketing, released its annual list of the top 50 B2B content marketing influencers and experts to follow this year. It is a superb list, and you can see the full list in the blog post associated with this podcast. But I'm on the list, and absolutely, of course, I was thrilled to make it. But as I reflected on being on the list and looking at the other experts who were named in the top 50 across the world, it made me think about what I am bringing to the content marketing table. You see, I previously applied to speak at Content Marketing World, I think on two or three occasions, and I was rejected, and that's absolutely fine. But this year, the organizers reached out to me, and uh, fair play to Stephanie, she said, Joanne, it's really important that we introduce a public sector marketing track to Content Marketing World for the very first time. And of course, based on the content marketing that I am doing, Uh, with the book, with this podcast, with the industry reports, with the blogs, with the webinars that I do. She really identified me as a subject matter expert in the field. And so what I want to say to you today is that public sector marketing needs its own discipline recognized in the world of digital marketing. There are millions of people working in government and public sector across the world in the public interest and doing super work, but rarely get the recognition that they deserve. So I'm a fan, of course, of your work, and I'm a proponent and an advocate. But to see a conference like Content Marketing World recognize that there is a unique approach to content marketing for public sector, I say chapeau and kudos uh, to Stephanie and her team at Content Marketing World. So When you go through the list of influencers, what I would say to you is connect with them on LinkedIn, follow them on X, and see what they're doing on Instagram and TikTok. Because we, and I will include myself in this because we're talking about the top 50, we are not just educators, we are practitioners. So we practice what we preach. And that for me is something that separates experts 
so you can have the knowledge, you can share it with your clients, you can do it in your business, in your organization. But when you step out and you publicly demonstrate and show other people how to do it and be a practitioner of what you preach every day, I think that's really important. So go ahead, jump over to the blog post associated with this podcast at publicsectormarketingpros.com and go and follow the world's top content marketers. Public Sector Pros, do you want to progress in your career? Are you going for promotion? Do you want to stay ahead of the digital media landscape? We can help you. View our training calendar at publicsectormarketingpros.com. In today's consulting segment, I am sharing with you my top five favorite content marketing AI tools. And I can tell you they're not just my favorite because I've been sharing them with my clients and my students on my courses in recent weeks and their minds have been blown. And I'm pleasantly surprised about how much they are embracing these tools. So as we lead with value at Public Sector Marketing Institute, I thought I shouldn't keep them a secret from you guys who are loyal viewers and listeners to the podcast. So here goes, um, in no particular order, as they say, uh, my current and new favorite video repurposing tool is called opusclips.ai, and that's O-P-U-S, opusclips.ai. So what this does is it repurposes videos hosted on YouTube and it turns them into portrait short form mobile video content. It'll even add a catchy headline. It will transcribe the clip and you can download it in MP4 to upload then to Reels, to TikTok, to Shorts. You get 30 minutes of free video footage. So what that means in reality is even if your YouTube video is 30 minutes long, but you only want a 60 second clip, then you've only used one minute of your 30 minutes allocation. I'm absolutely loving it. If you have a bank of YouTube videos in your archive, unleash them back out into TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube shorts. My next favorite content marketing tool, no surprise, ChatGPT. And of course, we had an episode on that last week. And if you missed it, make sure you catch up. So I've been teaching people how to use ChatGPT for public sector marketing. There are a lot of questions around the ethical use of this artificial intelligence. So how I am guiding my clients and my students is that I'm encouraging them to use approved only content within ChatGPT. So for example, we're using press releases in the main. So we're bringing the press release in and then we're prompting ChatGPT to repurpose it into social posts and into video scripts. So people are having lots of fun with that. Next, we're going to content marketing analysis. So while I'm a huge proponent of content marketing, one of the biggest questions I get is, well, how can we measure the impact of the content that we're creating? Because content creation and content marketing is heavy duty time suck on our team. And so one of the great tools that I use is TalkWalker. So you can really take a topic or a hashtag into TalkWalker and it will measure the impact of all the content that is shared on the internet by you and by other people. So if you haven't got a demo of that, then reach out to the good people at TalkWalker. Number four 
in terms of my favorite content marketing AI tools is Headline Analyzer by CoSchedule. You can get a free account here. Um, I have a premium account and I use it in all my trainings and exclusively people love it. And we use this tool to really hone and craft our headline writing and our hook writing skills. So a headline for a press release, a subject line for an email address, a, a, a post caption on social media, a, an intro line in a short form mobile video script. And so Headline Analyzer gives your initial idea a score out of 100, and then it tells you how you can improve it. Um, and then we improve it. And after about five or six goes, people become very intuitive. So not only is the tool improving the end product, which is the headline, what I have noticed is that it's improving the copywriting skills of the people that I'm working with. And then finally, let's look at graphic design. And I could not not pass up Adobe Firefly, a new addition to the Adobe Express suite. It has generative AI in it. It has text fonts. We've got collaboration. So if you're looking for a graphic design suite that is giving you loads of AI functionality, then check out Adobe Firefly. So there you go. I have links to all of these tools in the blog post associated with the podcast. In today's interview segment, I have some content gold for you. So obviously, I've been to Content Marketing World, and I did not miss the opportunity to ask some of the world's leading content marketers what is hot right now in the sector. So have a listen to what they have to say. So we're here at Content Marketing World, and one of the big conversations is around AI, how it's disrupting the world of marketing. And we've been told this morning that we should evolve. If we're not evolving, we're going backwards. Um, AI is tricky for higher ed. And actually, down in the exhibition hall, I saw a bit of software that actually catches plagiarism and also AI uh, written content. Is this something that um, your college has spoken about? I mean, are you using it for marketing? What are your thoughts? Have to be thinking about it for sure. As marketers, we're typically using it as, for idea generation, um, not so much for original content. We really have a strong team internally generating blog content for our website, um, interviewing our instructors in our various programs who are authorities in their areas. That to us is a lot more important than something that the engines might spit out. However, uh, if you're not using it uh, in, in learning from your campaigns, um, even you know, in analyzing data from campaigns, you're going to be missing out. As far as the student body is concerned, that's probably a different matter. But again, we're not in. We're we're teaching the skills. So uh, most of the modules within our programs are about uh, you know demonstrating mastery of key key skill sets within a particular industry. It takes CRM, um, and so most most of that action is ha happening inside of a learning management system. So it's not so much of a content submission or an essay to an to answer the test you have to kind of demonstrate the skill sets in real time through software. A lot of time we see uh, these brands, they, they want immediate results. And while content marketing is interwoven in everything that you're doing, I think you need to look at it as, as a, a long-term strategy when you're figuring out what your investment level should be. Uh, instead of looking at this like, what will my ROI or ROAS be within 
two months, four months, six months. Look at this in terms of I'm building a relationship with a customer that may need my services in three years. Like, what's your like sales cycle? What is the like average contact like, contract length of what you're selling? And think about it in those terms. You still want to invest because you want to be top of mind when that customer is ready to make a decision. But you shouldn't expect that it's going to deliver immediately in every sector and every segment. Yeah, and, and one of the disrupting factors that we're all experiencing in the digital age around content is, is entertainment content. And you were working now with Amazon Prime, but uh, in our kind of pre-discussion here, I thought it was an interesting kind of example of how customers, whether they're constituents, donors, or buyers, don't want to be sold to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that like, there's this, this tendency to think that because they're customers for you, and they're in a specific mindset based on what your customer set is, you have to market to them as if uh, you know, you're kind of beating them over the head with the ask. They're human beings. Everyone you're talking to is a human being. We're uh, outside of the kind of the bots that make up most of internet traffic. Like, you're talking to humans, talk to them in a way that you would want the content to come at you. Uh, instead of this kind of heavy handed, like here are all the data points, here are all of the the kind of steps that you need to take to buy our product. Talk to them about solving a need. Everybody has pain points, whether it's someone like me who gets tired in the morning pretty early and needs to drink coffee, like often. Like I, I, I think that instead of thinking about these customers as if they were just kind of indiscriminate pods, try to remember that they're human beings as well. Yeah, I was telling the, my group at the workshop I delivered yesterday to put, put the main character at the center of the story. Yeah. That's perfect. Like the main character is the customer. Instead of like try to make them feel like, yeah, it's impossible to personalize every campaign so that like the campaign you're making is specifically for Kyle. Like I get that, that that's not going to work. It doesn't scale, but try to make it so that the customer feels important and understands that you're important to their business. A lot of times it's easy for the customer to just feel like, well, I'm just another cog in the wheel. If I step out, someone else will fill in. I'm not special. Why should I care about what you're telling me anyway? Yeah, and maybe something we can learn from Amazon Prime, right? Um, and, I, and I'm a customer, uh, for the record, is compelling storytelling. That's what works, right? Yeah, I think from a storytelling standpoint, I mean, obviously, you look at our, our content uh, and it, we've had significant successes uh, over the past few years with some of the content we've built from things like Reacher to some of the other shows. But yeah, obviously, the best content and I, I, I try to say best with like some qualifications. No one is expecting every marketer to make something that feels like a major motion picture, but the best content is, gonna, is going to attract the attention and engagement from the customers that you're looking for. Okay, lovely to meet you. And let's give a big shout out to our mutual friend, Tom Cochran, who got us together at Content Marketing World. Any messages for Tom? Definitely, thank you, Tom. <laughs> Appreciate you connecting me with Joanne, super helpful. Uh, and yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 81 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. If you want more of where that comes from, don't forget that you can get a copy of my book, Public Sector Marketing Pro, in Kindle edition, hard copy, or in audiobook format on Audible. And I do believe that Audible have a sale on now. It's a sale. It's such a sale that it'll cost you nothing. You can actually listen and download my audiobook for 30 days for free. So it's more than a sale. It's 100% off. 
I also want to mention before I let you go that our new autumn winter training calendar is now live. We are now taking registrations for our three upcoming live courses. We have the one day social media boot camp. Find out what's trending now on social. Then we have the favorite course, the Diploma in Social Media for Government and Public Sector over six weeks, and a brand new course that I've introduced, the Professional Diploma in Digital Communications for Government and Public Sector. So go ahead to our website, check out our training calendar. If you have any questions, send me an email or send me a DM and I can jump on a call. But for now, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a public sector pro you know. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. For more free resources, details of our upcoming training courses and consulting options, log on to publicsectormarketingpros.com.